Welcome back. This is the Alchemist Nation podcast. My name is Gualter Morello, and I get the pleasure of traveling all across the country, speaking to other real estate investors and professionals who are looking to give back and contribute. Today, I've got on the show, Andrew, I'm going to mispronounce this. Andrew, what, how do you pronounce your last name? Shutsky, like two, Shutsky. Like two words, Shutsky, no problem. Welcome to the show, Andrew. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So Andrew, you're actually from New England. We were talking about it a little while back, um, a, a little while before the podcast. Yep. How did you how did you end up getting into multifamily in, in Pennsylvania? Oh man. So uh, I'll take you back a few years and I'm probably dating a lot of listeners, but it started for me back with a house hack when nobody really called it a house hack in 07, bought a single family, it was traveling, it was on the road about 50 weeks a year. I'm like, this is crazy and wasting 80% of the space in my house. Let me just try to put some cash in my pocket. Well, I wound up renting out majority of that house and covering most of the expenses. And that's where it kind of started from there. I'm like, wow, this is really powerful. I mean, from a young age, I was interested. I was that kid that was obsessed with Monopoly. I've got a Monopoly pinball machine in the basement. Like I was all about just property and, you know, who owns it? Where did it come from? What's their story? And that was in my head the whole time. And, you know, I'm working, I've been working, still work at W2 for the last 20 years and will continue to do so. But Starting with that that house hack in 2007, a series of single family rentals, got into short term, and we still do this, short term rentals down the Jersey Shore here. And as I look to scale that, you know, every, you can relate, everybody else can relate, you know, the, the down payment and all the work you put into a single family, the rehab you goes with it, the, t- the tenants in and out continuously, it's a lot of work. And you look at trying to scale to one, two, three, four, five, ten 10 properties, and we're looking at, you know, making offers on these short properties and short term rentals and it's a lot of cash outlay. I'm like, wow, there's got to be a better way. So I started looking, you know, looking actually bigger pockets like many others turned me on at a lot of possibilities, found that forum and I went full tilt. You know, I read from this is like probably midway through 2020, wasn't that long ago. I connected with an old broker friend of mine down from Dallas, Fort Worth, I worked with in consulting. And he had been in the, in the space for probably eight or nine years. I'm like, hey, Doug, like, what's, what's the secret here? Like, what is this too good to be true? And he's like, there's a reason I'm in this business. The reason I left a very high paying job to get in here. So I started picking his brain. I probably went through 25, 30 books in a two or three month period, hired a mentor, joined a mastermind. I figured, let me just, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go all in. And this is on top of working 50 hours a week. You know, my wife's traveling all the time, got two young kids, you know, launched the podcast. So a lot going on, but it's been a really exciting journey and I can't wait to see where it takes me. So so the, uh, the the question I ask everybody, right, is when when you started this, how many units did you think you were getting to? How many units are you right now? And what's the difference between where you think you're going to go? Yeah. So, you know, I honestly didn't know. My goal was never like when I started this, My everybody would ask me like, hey, you know, how many doors are you want to be in in 2021? And I was kind of like, there's going to be a, a fair amount of doors that come with this. But my mindset was always like, how many people can I help? kind of discover what I've discovered. How many investors can I bring along with me in the next 10 years? And my number is 10,000. It's not number of doors. And of course, if you help 10,000 people invest, it's gonna, you're going to accumulate naturally a number of doors in doing that. But I started with a handful of single families where I started looking at 10, 12 units and throwing out some offers. I'm like, man, this is going to be really expensive uh, to do this all on my own. Looked at a couple of JVs and started as an LP investing in uh, about almost a thousand doors as an LP now and under a uh, contract on 94 units as a GP now. So that's kind of my short story and what the last, you know, less, less than a year, really. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And that's 9,400 units. 
No, sorry, sorry, sorry. 94 unit as a GP. Better, okay. Correct. So yes. I was going to say, yeah. damn, bro. No, like, no, no. I, I probably, I wouldn't have time. I wasn't to, prepared for that number. Yeah, yeah <laughs> just 10,000, no big deal. Yeah. Right? That's, that's uh, you know, that may be the ultimate goal, right? Get to 10,000. Yep. Just 10X. Maybe, yeah. Like I said, I mean, it's going to be, I'm, I'm, I'm after, you know, scale and volume, but not, I'm more thinking about like, you know, I've, I love what I've discovered. I'm really passionate about it. How can I help the same people learn the same thing? And, you yeah. know, you and I are podcasters together and it's all about kind of sharing what's out there, which is really great. Yeah. We, we do it for the same reason, right? Like, so Correct. I have a hundred millionaires as my yep. goal, right? A yep. hundred millionaires inspired yep. to build a hundred millionaires because it's a 10,000 person goal, right? Yep. Like, Correct. Maybe <laughs> you got to go shirts. through 10,000 people to get the yeah. 1%. <laughs> correct. Yeah, correct. And you think about it, it sounds like a lot and you maybe the first year is only a hundred or 50 or whatever. Right. That's, that's fine. Yeah. You got to start somewhere, but you know, you can't be thinking a hundred people in 10 years. It doesn't, that doesn't really get you the scale you need to. So you got to think a little bigger. That, that's it. You know, it, it's Grant Cardone's 10 X rule. Correct. We actually, yep. we just did the numbers. We ran about a hundred people through the mentorship last year. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, like that's a base. How do we get to where we want to go? Like, how do you get to where you want to go? How do you help more people? Yep. And, uh, you know, you're finding probably in the syndication realm, there's a lot of people who just don't know how to invest. There's a lot yep. of people who are, are sitting on money, right? You did 94 units. So there's investors who are liquid. They had cash sitting around, yep. but they weren't able to invest it. And yep. then they looked at the top, like they're probably high income earners. You know, most of my oh, investors yeah. are high income earners. Yep. And like if they were to take that time off and go and learn how to do the flip themselves, they'd actually probably lose money on the other yep. side. Yep. And yeah. So what's your experience with that? Yeah. I mean, my, what got me thinking about, Hey, what's my role going to be? Like I've got a lot of experience in construction and all that stuff, but I was really thinking about, you know, do, am I going to be the investor guy? Am I going to be the capital raiser? And I was thinking about, Hey, I, I work with a lot of really cool people I'm, through my W2. I'm really fortunate to have a decent position and earn a really good income. And, you rub elbows with some really successful people. So I'm like, wow, this is a great place to start. And, uh, you know, you're start talking about like what you're doing and just kind of planting a seed. And then like, oh, that sounds really interesting. You know, I've, I'm sitting on these RSUs, these grants or stock options, and I'm really hesitant to put all of it in the stock market. Like I would never advocate put everything in one place, right? Like anybody else, but hey, I've got this problem to solve. I, I don't really know what you know, and you seem to be really passionate about it. So, hey, help me out. Let me, help me find the deals that you guys are doing. I, I don't have the time to look for. I mean, maybe I don't have the desire. Even if I don't have, if I have the time, I'd rather be playing with my kids or playing with my cars or going for a walk in the park, hiking, gym, whatever, whatever, you know, name one of a hundred hobbies. I'd rather do that and I'll leave it to you guys, the experts to take care of it. And that's why they do it, so. Yeah, I, I just... So when you said stock market, my whole, my whole heart was just like, no, like yeah. get out of the stock yeah. market. If, if you're in a 401k, perfect, you know, great. Yeah. Yeah. Go and get it self-directed. Yeah. Use a company like equity trust and get your money yeah. in real estate, get a hard asset right now. Yeah. You know, the stock markets it's tanked, you know, it's dropped and it's been in this crazy bubble. It's been going up, but right now where it's at, it's unsustainable, you know, it's yeah. unsustainable and, and the government can't hold it up. And yeah. You know, I, yeah, and I'm I'm a stock guy, and I have been in the stock market for I mean, pretty much since I've left college, and yep. uh, I'll always continue to invest in the market, but it's never going to be the same percentage as it was before. And yeah, I've, yeah I've like I said, W two for twenty years, so we've we've accumulated a decent nest egg in the four hundred ones, but we've converted some of that to self directed. Actually, we use Equity Trust as a matter, so free plug for them. I recommend them to my investors. Yeah, I recommend them to my investors. They've done webinars for us for the company, so that's been cool. 
But uh, no, I'll still always do the stock thing. It's just, it's, if you're not going, if you're going to take the time to do, you know, individual picks and day trades, that time I'd rather spend looking for deals just personally, but index funds and stuff is good for diversification. Right. But uh, that's where it ends for me. That's my personal opinion, you know? No, I, I agree 100 percent because it's yeah. it's what I've done, you know, personally. I, I was yep. day trading back in 08 and and continued yep. uh, dabbling and investing in stocks and and you know it's made yeah. money and it's done well for me. I've done very well in the stock market, but yeah. the real estate market has done better. You know, it's oh, just yeah. done better for me and it has a longer term uh, approach. And I'm sure you, it sounds like you've seen the same thing. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's, you know, to get yourself out of, and I'm not talking about investing in REITs. Like if you're in the stock market, yes. REITs are great. And I love the REITs. I love the dividends. But what you get in, in a syndication or you get in investing in somebody's uh, real estate company is uh, a significant chunk of the pie. Like you're actually getting more yep. because there's no other people li- like bringing down the, the returns on investment. There's yeah. No- and what, what I like is it's a much more for, for those that are more like tangible people, like they, they, I want to touch and feel you can go visit a property, right? Like you buy a stock and it's like almost like you're buying Bitcoin because yeah. you'll never probably see the inner workings of that company. Yeah. You have voting rights on certain issues and things like that, but it's not the same as like, Hey, you're one of a small uh, share of investors that are actually making a difference in a property and turning it around and, you know, and generating a, you know, a living for people while doing it. So that's what I find it's really cool is the tangibility of everything. If that's even a word, but how, how are you? Yeah, no, it's, it's a word for today. <laughs> how are you with, um, we'll say appreciation, right? So where do you stand with appreciation, cash flow? How much uh, do you look at it? Like, yeah, I'm a cash flow guy. I mean, for me, good times and bads, that's what gets you through the bad times. Uh, appreciation's great. Um, but if you don't have cash flow, you're not going to go very far with it. You know, as many, as good as your reserves can be, if you're not flowing. Uh, so that's when we look at deals, um, that's number one for us. And, and for some who are, you know, willing to wait five, 10 years and take a loss year to year if need be, that's not us. We're hundred percent cash flow people. And it's, you know, for us, it's the typical eight, nine percent and up is, is our, our, our green flag to go further. So. Absolutely. Yeah, I like it. We're we're the yeah. same way. You know, cash flow is king. Yeah. Like I, but we do, we put ourselves into a position for appreciation. We'd like yeah. to be in markets that could appreciate. Yeah. But we were going for cash flow. And yeah. so it's it's exactly what you were talking about before this podcast, uh, before we started talking, was yeah. the deals are slim, man. Yeah. Like, like where the fuck is the cash flow uh, right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's funny. We keep saying this. I, I just I thought it was ironic. I named my podcast "Crushing Cash Flow" for for a very good reason. Is it like that's top of mind, right? Yeah. But you, you're right. I mean, it's 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 competitive out there. It doesn't mean uh, any of us give up. I'm mean, relentless. We're looking every day. Even us, you know, like me, working 50 hours a week on top. It's like six o'clock comes around. We're like hammering through my emails, shooting you know, shooting emails to brokers, networking with guys like you. Hey, what do you got on the table? How can I help? I mean, constant, you got to be relentless. I mean, that's the only yeah. way. And it is, you know, like that's what, you know, we have the same students, uh, like we're in different markets, but the same students, I, I guarantee you the people are asking the same question. Uh, and this is the question we get often is, is it's too hot? You know, is it too yeah. hot for us to invest? You know, it seems like, you know, the market's just too competitive. Should I wait? Yeah. But what is your advice to those people? I mean, there's never the perfect time. I mean, everybody's heard that a million times. It's almost a cliche. Uh, there's never a perfect time. There's never the best time or the worst time. It, there's always an opportunity out there. It's just a matter of how you view it, right? Every crisis comes opportunity. You've heard that a million times. Yep. And uh, I've lived it. You know, there's, it's not always going to be great out there. And it's not always going to be easy. In fact, most of the time it's not. But uh, you just got to go for it. You got to get after it. And that's the only way. Yeah. It, I, yeah. I love that you said it that way, right? Because yeah. you know, we've, bought, we've bought property each year. Right for the past 
since you know yep. uh, since I was 22. No, yep. not 22. First four years, I didn't do anything after that first yep. house. But you know, since I've been 26, I bought a house every year for yep. for the last uh, we'll say 10 years. And every time I think the market's about to die, right? Every time yep. I've bought over the last decade, I've been like, well, the market's about to yep. crash. The market's Absolutely. about to crash. And you know, you're always buying on cash flow, and yet the market doesn't crash. And I've I've said this before on on the same podcast and on other people's podcasts is that I think we're at a new bottom. You know, I don't think I don't think we're going to see below the prices we're at today. I think this is the new bottom base, and it has nothing to do with real estate. It has yep. everything to do with the dollar. Yep. Right? Because real estate fundamentally nothing's changed. Right. Yep. It's not like we ran out of some. And it's not like we we haven't been building, although we are about nine million houses behind in inventory based on what we should yep. be. So you know, price pinching a little bit, but it's a dollar going down. Right? And so, in certain areas, as you know, you're a Florida guy too. Like I'm a Florida investor, and hopefully, soon to be a resident one day. Um, I'll see you down here. <laughs> you know, some areas are better than others. Some areas are higher than others. But you know, like anything else, you know, jobs, population, income growth, job diversity—they're the things to look for. And where you know, you stack the deck in your favor, as they like to say, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and so, where are you investing in Florida right now? Where are you at? What what buildings do you have down there? What does it What does it look like? Are they condos, singles? So, so actually, in Georgia, not in not in Florida yet, but um, you're coming. Correct. So, yeah. So we're at in I mean, Georgia. So outside of Atlanta, Atlanta, nice. greater Atlanta area. Yeah, correct. So we're looking, I'm just looking at this. I started in Florida, looking around there and it just so happened that we network with people who have deals in surrounding Southeast areas. So I'm really good anywhere where there's an up and coming emerging population, good sub markets. I'm not saying has to be Florida. I just, I just thought that, you know, we travel down there a lot anyway. It's easier to manage. I know the markets. I know a lot of connections, property managers, et cetera, in those areas. It's just, it's been a little tighter uh, in terms of, you know, getting offers accepted down there. It doesn't mean I'm going to stop, but uh, I just, you know, like it, if you're going to invest somewhere and you're going to have to travel to properties and you're going to have to, right, to do CapEx planning, to oversee construction, you know, the deal. Yep. I'd rather be someplace I enjoy going. So that's yep. kind of, you know, why for me, that's why Florida, it's why I'm looking there so aggressively now, like yourself, you know, it's, yeah, a, great place, it's a great place to hang out, you know? It is. And if you were to pick uh, a market in Florida and say, hey, you know what, this is where I could see myself crushing cash flow uh, yeah. down here in, in Florida, where, <laughs> yeah. where would you where would you put yourself? Like, what city are you looking at? Yeah, it's not just one. I mean, you got to be a little creative these days, too. But for me, it's the it's the Gulf Coast, I'd say from Tampa down to Naples um, yeah. is the general area we're looking at. And that goes extended out to central Florida. So like Lakeland, Orlando. And then even looking at Jacksonville, although we're building connections out there pretty rapidly, you got to get creative. You know, you can't just be like, hey, I like Orlando or I like Tampa. I mean, there's only so much you're going to do. You can do that. It's just going to take you longer. So yeah. you just got to build connections, property managers, brokers, relationships in those different areas and just get going. I mean, yeah, it's it's true. My, my buddy Mitch Jorsky is constantly pushing me yep. on Jacksonville. And I'm like, bro, like Tampa, yeah. Orlando, like just just let me build my thing here. And, you know, we can look at Jacksonville. Yeah. But you know, I'm still buying property back in Massachusetts, even though I'm down yeah. here. You know, like I was just on the phone with some of my investors yesterday, and they're like, "Dude, like, fuck Mass, I'm out." Yeah. And like, I agree. Yeah. You know, I absolutely agree. Yeah. But my network is so good there, I'm still getting great yeah. deals. So it's like, yeah. still and it's, it's funny you say that because all some of my investors ask the same thing. Like, why not Pennsylvania, Delaware, New Jersey, Maryland? Like, where you know, you know the neighborhoods, you can drive there in an hour and a half. And I'm kind of like, again, you know, I, yeah, I could invest there, and yeah, there are deals that come by. For sure. Few, they're few and far between. They could come by, but I'm like, why not? Again, stack the deck in my favor. Well, I know people were moving to, 
uh, population, jobs are going down there. Job flexibility is a big trend these days. So that's my thought process. And they're like, yeah. okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm sold on it. I'm sold on yeah. it. I, I moved here, right? <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> you see yeah. The, the demographic shift, right? You see the, yeah. the, the, um, the migratory patterns, like yeah. people are coming to Florida and they have money to pay rent. Like they're yeah. not looking to buy, they're just looking to rent and, and they're just shifting in, in gro- droves. And like all the signs say, like, like Florida is just, the prices are starting to get crazy. Yes. You know, they're, they're almost as crazy as they are in Massachusetts. Yeah. Know, in certain areas. Yeah. We even looked at land and even that like, yeah, they're sitting longer, but like they're <laughs> land that's been sitting for two years in the suburbs, yeah. like up by you, Odessa, that area. Oh yeah they're they're increasing the price it's sitting there for two years and they're, they're jacking you know 50 60 70 thousand dollars up for an acre yep. i'm like wait this this hasn't sold and that's your tactics so maybe it works I, I, people are buying it but you know so sometimes I'm, I'm you, you raise the price to sell the price sell the house yeah. right i mean it's important to be as exciting as everything is you got to be financially disciplined so i mean preservation yeah. of capital for investors is number one and even for me you know for my family for single family like you want to be smart about it like you don't Maybe it's not, maybe it's a bubble, maybe it's not, but I don't want to, you know, nobody wants to overpay, but you got to be patient. Like people get excited, they get emotionally invested and you got to, you can't, you got to avoid doing that. So yeah, Darina keeps telling me she wants a house and I'm like, shit, like, I don't mind. Like I'll I'll buy a single family. I haven't, I haven't owned a single since I was, you know, 26 years old. Well, I've owned a few flips, but I haven't lived in one. Yeah, but I would do it, but it's got to be this thing's got to be the the best neighborhood, the worst house. Like I want the worst freaking house. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, it's tough to find those because a lot of the wholesalers get a hold of them, and and that's where that's what I've actually been looking to see can I get uh, you know, a cash buy or something like that. But you know, my wife, you know, she likes the nicer properties, and you know, that's that's you know, you're talking about you buy at a high point with that. It's not fifty thousand dollar or hundred thousand dollar difference here. You're eating a big chunk of a mistake if that's the case. So yeah, and you, you got to look at a, a 20% correction, right? Like yep. the market's gone up ridiculous, you know, f- since 2010, we're, we're up 50%. So yep. yeah, you look at, it's, there could be a 20, 25% drop. You yeah, know, just realistically. It's, it's funny that like, I know also the East Coast side pretty well. We used to go down to Fort Lauderdale a lot. So we, my, you know, my parents and I was like a real estate down there. And I feel like, you know, compared to down Miami, Lauderdale area, where it, you see some properties marked up close to a hundred percent in the last three years, like yep. Tampa's like, shit, this is pretty cheap. So that's right. <laughs> no, one of the reasons I yeah. like Tampa. I'm like, nobody, like, obviously people know about it. You see the development here, you see the prices rising, Yeah. but when you compare it to Miami, yeah. like you got a chance here. There's yep. a chance. And yep. you know, the, the deals we're looking at, we actually looked at two in Largo, which is like Clearwater yep. area. Yep. And we're looking at 24 units out there, both times, okay. ironically, 24 units, uh, I think 12 units and 24 units. Okay. And you may have seen oh, that actually. Yeah. I, <laughs> it was, it was yeah. not so hidden. One of them wasn't so hidden. And yeah. that was, and then we looked at uh, 24 units in Orlando, yeah, 1.7 million in Orlando, 3 million in Largo, and both were great deals. Like this nice. was, you know, these were 20% discounts on okay. what the properties were uh, wow. really worth. And you, you look at it and it's like, man, like you, you just know that's a deal. Like, you know, it's a deal. Yeah. It makes a ton of sense and you got to move fast on these. You can't, you can't wait. You've just got to put the offer in, move hard, move fast. And that's, yep. that's what I keep hearing from, from the guys down here is like, yeah, this is, this is a fast game. 
And if you're willing, what I found that if you're willing to do the, some of the small properties, like you know, 50, 60 units and totally. below, there's more of those because the guys like the larger institutional guys and, you know, even the larger multifamily guys are staying away. And for me, you know, I, I told you I work 40, 50 hours a week. I'm working with partners. So if we're going to do a deal, I'm going to have to travel for it. It's usually going to be 75 or up. That's the kind of what we're screening. So it leaves the local guys that have a lot more advantage. Like if I had them locally here, I'd be more apt to do a 30 unit or 20 unit. But for now, we're looking at, you know, for the same reason, just economies of scale, 80 and up is 75, whatever. Andrew, if, uh, if you get anything under that 80 and you you want it, <laughs> I'll, I'll pick it up for you. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> economies of scale, man. I, I just figure I'll own a whole bunch in one area. That'd be easy enough for the manager to own. If, if you can do that, that's the exception, right? Like the, you know, the, the couple of properties we're looking at now in Georgia are like collections of like a 40 and a 50. They're two miles apart. And that makes total sense because you've got one property work. manager and- full-time, you know, maintenance guy, full-time property manager, the numbers work. I mean, simply, simple as that. So. Yeah. And I, I love, I love that you're looking at the 80 to 120. Like those are great yeah. property. Like those yeah. deals, they're easy to put together, easy to yep. swing, you know, management fits right in there. You don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. And that's, that's like really the, the sweet spot for yep. a syndication or just putting yeah. a couple of investors together. Uh, I, I love those. Like I love yeah. those deals. Um, how are you doing finding them? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's tough, right? I mean, it's, uh, again, persistence is key. And for me, the, you know, the way I've, I've been finding things is not necessarily direct through brokers, I, you know, partners that go direct to sellers and some guys just well-established with different brokers already, like me coming in, I'll, I'll say late to the game. I don't have that five, 10 year track record, right? So I'm, I'm leveraging networks with other people and just connections people like you and I, you know, multifamily meetup events. I'm just going crazy whenever I have the time and my family doesn't, you know, smack me down. I'm spending, you know, time just investing in there versus it's going to take me longer and recognizing that it's going to take me longer to build the track record and work with brokers. So that's been my angle. And that's why I've found what we've found so far. So, and then it's worked and it's continuing to work. So. Yeah, Andrew, I, I like your mindset, man. I, I like, yeah. you know, in fact, I want to do a deal with you. I figure that the two of us together, we yeah. got about 200 units. We could just go yeah. after something. We got a ton of experience. We got equity. We can raise capital. Yep. What uh? What would you say is like your biggest? So if anybody's like listening and they're like, okay, he's a, he's a GP. This is what he he does. Yeah. What what is it that you bring to the table? Would you say is like obviously you bring a lot to the table. What would you say is your your main one? The thing that's like your, uh, you know, this deals money labor. Like that's what real yeah. estate's made out of. Yeah. Which one of the three is your favorite? Uh, so a couple here? a couple things that I really enjoy doing, and I took I I spent a lot of a few months last year really thinking about what do I want to focus on. I mean, like I said. I have a limited time to invest. I can't spend 50 hours a week. So I focus a lot. And, and on Andrew, the- I wish more people listening would do that. <laughs> I, I wish more people would look at their time and be like, damn, I don't have time to do everything. What is my one thing? Who can, I, and I can hire everybody else. And honestly, I'm forced to do it because I don't have a choice. If I don't do that, I'm going to loot myself. And that's how the first couple of months went for me. I'm like, holy crap, this is overwhelming. And then I really like my, I talked to my mentor and he's like, hey man, what do you, what do you really like to do? And I was like, I really like, I work, I like working with investors. I like talking about deals to investors. And I do have quite a bit of hands-on experience with like kind of the construction side of things. So see, that's been my two angles into the deal so far has been, Hey, let me help with the race. Let me help with putting the deals together. Let me help with packaging it, pitching it. And uh, I enjoy that side. And I enjoy kind of overseeing the CapEx planning and things like that. So the two things that I've honed in on. Excellent. Yeah. yeah those, those are, those are key. You yeah. Know, it's, and everybody needs them. <laughs> everybody yeah, I, needs I found them. I, I like finding deals, right? Like, yeah. like yeah, you cool. give me time. I'm like, let me bring something. That's that's where I find a lot of uh, ease is I just get deals. Yeah, you know, my 
my hardest time, my hardest, uh, yeah, like, I guess, issue is getting through all of the deals, like just yep. working through them all, making sure that the right. Oh, it's the underwriting can eat you alive. I mean, that's yeah. what I really, when I was trying to do that and do everything else. Um, to me, building a team, like I, I buddied up with a partner of mine from my mastermind group, and he is like, he's awesome with the financial analysis. I'm decent with it. I can play with it. I can get by. He's really good. And uh, so I'm like, hey, man, if, you, if you're willing to just like, I'll, I, keep, I, keep it, I can't keep up with deal flow. If you were willing to take, pop the hood on a couple of these and spend 15 minutes, he'll come back with like three slides and like rip it apart in 20 minutes. I'm like, that would take me an hour. So again, efficiency yeah. of time, partner up with people. Hey, you're going to take a smaller slice of the pie, but you're going to have more pies to go after. So it doesn't really matter. And more people Dude, win. So we did yeah. the same thing. We, we got yeah. a gentleman, Ken Hoffman is in the community. And I was like, yeah. Ken, like, I want you, I want to partner with you. I, you know, I want you to be a part of this. Uh, I'm just, you know, all deals go to you now. You just yep. funnel it into that one person who can uh, create that for you. So Andrew, uh, phenomenal job so far. Like, let me say this, uh, you're an entertaining person and you got a lot of gifts, uh, a lot of knowledge. How, how did you start the training company? Like what year, what time, like what made you start doing the podcast? Like where did this, this training concept come from? So I was talking to actually from my mentor, he has a podcast of his own, been really successful with it. And we were just talking about, Hey, you know, how do you build your brand and how do you get that? What do you enjoy doing? And, you know, if you, and he's like, Hey, if you're willing to put yourself out there, uh, it's a great way. And it's a proven way that, yeah, there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts. I think there's what 3 million in iTunes now out there, but yours is your own. And I was a little hesitant at first, but I'm like, I don't really mind putting myself out there. I love talking about what I do. I love talking. Like I said, my goal was really to help other people, educate people first and foremost of everything. What a great way to do it. You know, and I don't, it doesn't matter to me if it's YouTube or it's podcasts or whatever. I just happen to say, Hey, this is an easy way to get started. It doesn't have to be perfect. You're not going to master it in your first week. You're not going to master it in your first 50 episodes, but you just got to get going. I mean, simple as that. Absolutely, brother. Uh, yeah, that's badass that you you mentioned you had a mentor a couple of times. Do you yeah. also mentor? Do you have a training program? What, how have you you worked this out? You start no. with a podcast and just yeah, not yet. I, it's something I for sure want to do and I aspire to. Me, my wife's like, you got to be, you got to be a coach someday. And I'm like, yeah, it's just for me. It's just I gotta pace myself and just keep focus on. Hey, build your build your resume, build your business. You know, keep the family afloat and just and pace it at time. But as you know, one day, you know, I sunset out of the W two, I'll find myself with like I'll be looking to get back into the game of you know coaching for sure. I, I enjoy helping people, and it's something I'll do with a good chunk of my time later on for sure. Yeah, you're you're right where I was maybe maybe three or four years ago. Yeah. I was just like, hey, you know, I, I want to do the coaching thing at some point, but I'm just not there yet. And yep. we recently we built it out. Now we have a, a back end with eight other coaches. And That's today. awesome. You know, That's it's awesome. phenomenal. By the way, I have an affiliate program where other real estate mentors and podcasters, you send me some of your people, I fix them up and you get paid for that. So perfect. Perfect. I, yeah. I want to hook you up. I'll be hitting you up, man. Sounds yeah, good. Man. And that way I can send, I can, while you're waiting to build your program, yep. we can make sure that your people are moving forward. I like that. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. You work, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's, <laughs> right, that's so what we're going to do a deal. About. We're going to do a deal in Florida. I'm going to pay you for, uh, you know, coaching when you don't have to do all the coaching and, uh, I got to get you. Yeah. I got to get you to come to my Saturday trainings. I at least got to get yeah. you into one of those. Cause, uh, I think that what you've done is, is pretty impressive. And I think that other investors across the country would love to hear, you know, more about what you're doing, why you're doing it. You know, yeah. the fact you're still working, you know, 50 hours, uh, and you said you have kids too, right? How many kids? Oh, do you yeah. Have? 
Two kids. Yeah. They're, you can, hopefully you can't hear them too loud in the background. They, they were, my wife took them out of the house, but they're, they, you can't, you can't stifle them for too long. They're five and seven. So they have endless energy. <laughs> five and seven is an intensity. So you're married. How long have you been married? Uh, what? 11 years now. Yeah. So I can't tell you how many people come into the program and they say, you know, I'm, you know, my wife won't let me, or I got kids yeah. or I'm working a full-time job. And Andrew, you just, and you know, oh, I don't have enough hair, right? Like, <laughs> I don't have the time. I don't have to go to the haircut, you know, barber slime, whatever you call it. But, uh, right. Yeah, you you got the time. right, you got the right style, by the way. Let me just yeah, give you a compliment. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Likewise. But you, you got two kids, a wife and a yeah. uh, full-time job and not just a normal full-time job where you just like drive and come home. Like you're traveling all over the country for your job. Correct. International investing in real estate. Yep. And yep. What, what would you say to somebody who gives any of those excuses? <sighs> The one thing I hate to hear from people is I don't have time for this or that. And there's, you know, there's so many hours in the week. And if you really pick it apart, you know, you don't need to sleep more than six, seven, eight hours. You, you know, your W-2 sometimes can be demanding for sure. But if one, if somebody says, I, you know, I don't want to make it a priority or I'm not passionate about that, I believe that. But to say that I don't have time, I hate that. I hate that phrase. So you got to make the time. If it's important enough, you'll make the time. Simple as that. There's really no other explanation needed. That's the truth, man. Yeah. yeah. As, as, as simple as it is, people just got to miss that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they're like, uh, yeah, I, but it's something else. Like, they're I, say it, I say it to people all the time. Like, my wife probably hates when I say it to her, but she's like, I don't have time to do this or that. I'm like, you're saying you don't want to prioritize it. That's cool. I mean, but you, you're going to have to prioritize. That's that's the way life works. But to say you don't have time is like, you're given a gift of a lot of time in life and you can't waste it. That's right. So, you got yeah. a lot of time and you also have almost none, right? You look, you look at how the compound effect goes and how, how your business grows it's like man yep. like there's only what do i got another yep. 50 years 60 years yep. like yeah it only gets so much and you gotta enjoy it while you have it but at the same time if you if you waste it if you enjoy it too much it's it's gone yep uh, andrew if i were to uh i want to wrap this up but if mm -hmm. if i were to ask you my most powerful question this is the one i love asking. oh man i'm nervous I'm now yeah no you, you'll be fine you got <laughs> okay. it i'm good if you could go back to 20 year old andrew yeah and give yourself three pieces of advice to get to where you are faster, happier, and richer. What three pieces of advice would you give yourself? Well, for me, I mean, I've always been a happy guy and I've been really blessed in that regard. Uh, for, as far as the investing side of things, if I went back to, let's say my 23 year old self as, as just to launch my career, you know, I spent a lot of money enjoying life, buying cars and, and things like that. You know, that 50 or hundred thousand dollars back then would have snowballed to, to the point where I'd have a lot more flexibility today. So that, you know, back to me and kick myself in the butt, you know, 23 year old self, let, yeah. you know, invest that money for sure. And, and specifically in real estate, because you know, if I look back at the timing of that, what that was, uh, Oh, six, oh, seven, um, would have been perfect <laughs> timing wise <laughs> for, for the real estate boom soon to come after the crash. Right. So that would have been awesome. True. So, yeah. so invest your money. Yeah. So, well, I mean, simply said, but my invest your money specifically in multifamily real estate. And multifamily real estate. Yes. And if you, yes. you had two more pieces. Oh man. How do you stay um, so happy? What, what, what advice would you give to a 20 year old who hasn't figured that part out yet? Yeah. And it's what, something I actually did back then probably didn't spend enough time. Like, you know, take care of yourself, you know, reward yourself with trips and spend time with family and friends as much as you can. You never know. Every day is not, uh, it's not guaranteed. And I didn't take that too seriously back then, but looking back, I'm like, Holy crap. I'm sometimes you're like, yo, I'm lucky. I made it to, you know, almost 40 now, but, um, enjoy life. I mean, you gotta, yeah, you gotta work hard, but you gotta play just as hard, if not harder. I like that. I yeah. like that. So yeah. invest in real estate, multifamily real estate, yeah. 
early, early, <laughs> early as early yes. as you possibly yes. can. Yes, yeah. I, I wish that was told to me earlier. My, my whole family, the time over time, I was investing was like, no, no, yep. stay out of them. And I wish that somebody in my family was like, dude, like, you, you, you're behind, right? Like somebody yeah. should have yeah. told me I was behind. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What, you need what would that. The third piece be uh, if you were to give it to your kids, right? Hmm. I, mean, I think it's it's around educating early too. So not only investing, but before you invest, uh, maybe in parallel, you is just relentless education, and not necessarily doesn't have to be formalized through, you know, uh, higher level college or master's program. You know, I think even more powerful is targeted application of education in an area that you're passionate about. And you know, for me, it's real estate, obviously. But if it's stocks, if it's crypto, whatever it is, like spend just as much time educating yourself there we go I read the I'm books man yeah I'm a, I'm a big book nerd I think I told you about that before we kicked off yeah I've gone through 30 I think close to 40 books in the last 12 months oh yeah I'm, I'm a nerd audiobook doesn't matter Kindle version paper version bro um, I'm at I'm at 60 right now are you really yeah you, <laughs> in the last you're, 12 months <laughs> you're crushing it yeah I went hard over the Christmas holiday so everybody's like how do you read nope. that much at the, the job I, I was off for two weeks in my w2 and I was building a business and I'm like I was going, it was pretty much a book or two a day. Yeah. So relentless education would be number three for me. I love that. I yeah. love that. Andrew, yeah. you, you've got some serious, you know, your mindset is right. You're juggling a lot, but you're doing it really well. You're staying positive. You're taking care of your family and you're having fun. Uh, what is the easiest way somebody could get in touch with you? Maybe if they yeah. wanted to either invest with you or send you a deal in the Tampa market, he's going to do a deal with me, by the way. <laughs> so where... What would yeah, be sure. the easiest contact for you? Yeah, a couple, a couple avenues. Uh, I think most frequent, easiest is email. So Andrew, my first name, at investwithredline.com. And our website is uh, www.investwithredline.com. Uh, no, no surprise there. And the company's called Redline Equity. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm an automotive guy. So the, the, the theme going through the, uh, the my investing, the syndication business, Redline Equity, there's no surprise there either. But um, so you can find us on Facebook pages, Instagram for on the podcast side, Crushing Cashflow, Facebook page there, Instagram. And uh, we'll be interviewing Walter here in a couple of weeks, I think, too. So. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, man. I, I'm looking forward to being on the podcast. And if you're listening right now and you thought that this podcast was valuable, please go and write a review on iTunes, both right on now. my podcast, on the Alchemist Nation podcast. And Andrew, one more time, the name of your podcast. Crushing Cashflow. Crushing cash flow, the crushing cash flow podcast on iTunes. The reviews help us yes. get to more people and help more people. As you heard, Andrew's got a mission to help 10,000 people find financial freedom. As you already know, I'm on a mission to build 100 millionaires this year. And it's only from you helping, writing the review, sharing these posts, sharing the, the value content, and letting other people know what we're doing and that's possible for them. Cheers to your success. When you have a choice, always work with the best. Andrew, you are an alchemist. Thank you, brother. Thanks, brother.